All right, ladies and gentlemen,、uh, City of Love, Tennis of Melbourne convo. I have Steffi McDonald, or AKA Steffi Mac. All right, Steffi, you want to say hello to our family and friends? Hello.、Uh, all right, cool.、Um, tell everyone what、uh, what Horsham looks like.、Um, it's a pretty small town. I think we have probably about fifteen thousand people live here. Oh.、Um, It's in the country, in the middle of nowhere, really. <laughs>、mm-hmm. And、uh, yeah. it, Melbourne now is obviously pretty cold. Is it colder out there?、Um, it's not as cold as Melbourne, but it's still pretty cold. Right, right. Okay, so tell everyone that、uh, how does Horsham to、uh, so you 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 you're a college player, right? Yeah. Okay, so how does col- how does where did it all start with you? Let's say say tennis. How did it all start with you in tennis? Did you pick up racket at four or? Twelve.、Um, I think I got my first racket when I was probably about four years old for Christmas, and I literally had no idea what it was.、Oh. But yeah, once I started playing, I fell in love with the sport, and yeah. Did Did you know it was either a tennis racket or a squash racket, or you just pick up something and just start aiming at everything comes to you? I just picked it up, and I, th- I think I said to mum and dad, I said, "What is this?" And then they sort of said, "I will show you what it is later." Mm-hmm. So then we went outside later and started hitting balls, and yeah, I loved it. Oh wow! Okay,、um, and so moving on, so you probably came to、uh, Melbourne for、um, a lot of tournaments, I assume. Yeah, I trained in Melbourne a fair bit as well. Oh, okay. Still, or are you in, ju- in your junior days?、Um, I do a little bit,、um, but since I've been at college, I haven't really as much.、Mm-hmm. Right. Okay.、Um, and did you end up staying in Melbourne, or did you sort of have to back and forth, back and forth?、Um, I ended up going back and forth, which was tough, but <laughs>、okay. I got used to it. All right.、Um, and how many hours would that be? Just say return driving.、Um, just to get to Melbourne, I was usually four hours. So yeah,、oh. it was an eight-hour round trip usually. I, I think you. Which one is further to Melbourne?、Uh, Horsham or Warnable? Because I know I know there are good, some players. Warnable. Shout out to Ellie Swabrick and、uh, Warnable and Horsham. Which one is further away from Melbourne? Um, I'm actually not sure which one is. Okay, it could be Warnable, but I'm not sure. But four hours is is, is a fair drive. So okay,、yeah. <laughs> now um, let's going back to just、uh, easier for, for you. So are you currently? Because I I should have done my homework. My apologies to all the listeners. Is that uh. Are you currently at college or finishing college or which which kind of which state are you?、Um, I'm currently at college. Okay, and what year? Um, I've just finished my sophomore year. Oh right. So,、um, any updates on when you're returning? What was that? Sorry.、Oh, sorry um, any updates、uh, from college? Say, when are you returning to、um, to the states? Um, we're hoping to get back in August, but at the moment. I think it's going to be looking more like January, just with that sort of spiking again. So with all the cases, so I think it's going to be January when I go back.、Mm-hmm. Um, not, not that I want to, I want this to happen to to any anyone. That I've done a couple of NCAA combos, and、um, I don't think it's a rumor anymore. It's, it's already on mainstream media. <laughs> They said couple of colleges, oh sorry, student athlete program in colleges. Some colleges are starting to shut down. Is that true? Yeah, 
there's actually been a fair few, and I think there's going to be more coming mm-hmm. if sport doesn't go ahead next semester. I think it's going to be hard financially for the colleges mm-hmm. to stay open. Um, are they going to be? Are they going to cut down from the division three and then two and one, or do they just whichever college could not hold, you know, the financial burden and would just shut it down? Yeah, it's just whichever college is mm-hmm. struggling financially, they seem to be the ones that are shutting down. Okay, okay. Now, um, I hopefully don't this doesn't happen to you. So, uh, briefly tell everyone um, what college or what uh, what university are you at, and um, and, and just is it like which part of Mel- uh, Melbourne, which part of uh, America is that? Um, so I was at Blue Mountain in Mississippi, but I'm actually transferring to. South Eastern Oklahoma mm-hmm. next semester. Oh, okay. Um, is it due to uh, the tennis uh, tennis side or due to your academic side or due to other personal reasons? Um, it was a little bit of both with tennis and academics. Um, I ended up changing my major and my college didn't have that major. And just, yeah, just trying to be a part of a better program and, yeah. Right, right. And and are they all uh, Division 1? Um, I'm actually going to Southeastern Oklahoma as a Division 2. Right, okay, okay. So were you, when you were at the States, um, what, what's the most, I mean, obviously, tennis of Melbourne, but what would you miss about Horsham when you were, when you were at the States? I think my friends and my family, I guess. Um, you know, all my friends, I've been friends with them. Mm-hmm. Since I can even remember, so we're all really, really close. So mm-hmm. yeah, I miss them a lot and hanging out with them and just my family. Did, did and definitely not having to do my washing. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, wait, 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 wait. They, are you saying that you have to do everything and everything inside and out when you're at the when you're at the states? Cooking, yeah, I've, everything. Um, no, I don't. I eat at the cafe, but I do my own washing. <laughs> okay. Well, washing, I can't believe that's the first thing you think about. <laughs> um, well, okay, so do you, do your family and friends um, get a chance to visit uh, you at when you're at the States? Um, they haven't yet, but they definitely will in the future. Mm-hmm. And uh, may I ask what you're majoring now at uh, Oklahoma? Um, accounting. Oh, okay. And how many years is that? Um, it's going to be for four, well, four years, but I've already done two years, and I've really only done like, the generic subjects that you have to do for my first two years. Mm-hmm. So I'll most likely just be there for two more years. Okay. Now, um, Steffi, I don't want you to take the wrong way, but I, I, I've, been, I've been having convos with uh, Division One players, and they probably it sounds like for me they take tennis a little bit more serious because some of them could want to go turn pro afterwards, some of them wanted to do so, but they just seems like they, they the gravity is on tennis side. Now for Division 2, do you think there is a bit of um, room to focus on the academic side more than tennis? Um, but there's still a lot of expectations within the team and mm-hmm. um, like with your practices and stuff and you know if you're not performing then mm-hmm. you can you face the problem that you can get dropped oh so i feel like the tennis you still have to really focus on that a lot um oh. i still find it difficult to focus on the academic side of stuff just because of how much we train and stuff but yeah wow 
Interesting. So, how many hours or how how many sessions are, are we talking? Are we talking seven sessions a week on or um, gym? At my last college, we went six days a week. Mm-hmm. Um, we would do strength and conditioning in the morning, mm-hmm. and then in the afternoon, we sort of I'd usually have a one-on-one session at around like twelve or one, mm-hmm. and then have a two-hour session with the team. And then I would usually stay around, my coach would have me stay around with the guys' team and I'd give them for a two-hour session as well. Right, right. Well, that, that's a bit full-on as well. So yeah. uh, did you do accounting at the the, the, the first one or, or similar? I was doing exercise science. Oh, okay, okay. And then you just wanted to, now you want to switch to accounting. Fair enough, fair enough. Yeah. Okay, so... Um, more, more on the division two. Um, do you think the the competition, in the sense that it can, it's competitive like division one, where there's like everyone is more. Again, coming back to saying it's tennis gravity, uh, gravity on on tennis side. Do you think there is? It's still highly competitive. That's what I'm trying to ask. Yeah, at the higher end, it's very competitive. I mean, there is some teams that you play, and they're not the greatest, but definitely. Like when you're playing nationals and that, it, it is very competitive. Oh, okay. And do do you, do you get to come back um, to Horsham or even Melbourne to play some AMTs? Yeah, I did last summer break. I did. Mm-hmm. I played a couple of tournaments. I was pretty mm-hmm. in, like I was injured at the time, but I played a few. Right. I didn't play as well, but yeah. Okay. And just wondering, I I should have looked this up as well. Um, are there many AMTs or even tennis tournaments? In Horsham? No. <laughs> oh, gosh. Are you serious? <laughs> so it's constantly travelling. <laughs> is it on constantly travelling to Melbourne to, to, to get a hit? Or is there, uh, what, uh, Bendigo, Shepparton? Are there any tournaments? Uh, well, just this year, my sister, she plays as well. So we would, we have a court at home that we hit on every day. And then on every Friday, we used to go to Melbourne and train. And then we play tennis on Saturday mornings, and then yeah, that's pretty much it, really. And you play pennant for which which uh, which organisation? Liston. Oh, Liston. Okay. Oh, yeah. Liston. Okay. Yeah. All right. Beautiful. So when you when you travel, it's always V line, or do you just drive down? Now you go. Um, just drive. Oh wow. <laughs> wow. I'm gonna give I'm, everyone just standing ovation for Steffi. <laughs> Jeez. And are you are you one of those drivers who just holds one breath and one blink and arrives in Melbourne, or do you take a few stops like me? Um, we'd usually if I, if it was me, I wouldn't take any stops. Oh, <laughs> my sister likes to stop at least once, so we'd probably stop. Oh, uh, yeah, probably one time we'd stop. Okay, just uh, on the mechanical side, probably. Give the car a rest a little bit. Is, is, your, is your car fuel yeah. efficient? <laughs> the car's pretty run down. <laughs> is, is your car fuel efficient? Like one tank all the way from Melbourne to Sydney, that kind? Yeah, we can, well, we can go from Melbourne to Horsham and then drive around all week on one tank, usually. But we, we can go to Melbourne and back and then drive around on the tank for the rest of the week, so it's pretty good on fuel. Oh, but you're going to consider time too, you know? Like, I mean, yes, the fuel prices is, is dropping, and, um, but yeah. you can't take it for granted. So, so what have you been up to um, while, while you're here in, in, in Horsham? Um, 
Um, I finished out my studying for a few weeks, so I finished that now. And now I've really just been practicing every day. Um, I've been back in the gym, which is good now, and just hanging out with my friends and family, really. Mm-hmm. And uh, you've been back, what, how many months now? Three, four? Um, probably, I came back in March, so... Oh, okay. So you're not... Probably, super... is it around three months, maybe? So are you getting comfortable with all the laundries? <laughs> yeah, it's great. <laughs> okay, okay. Um, just a little side uh, interest. That, um, are you a coffee person? No, I wish I was. Okay. That's the one thing. I, I, I can't stand the taste of it, but I wish that... Just waking up in the morning when I'm so sleep deprived, mm-hmm. I wish I liked coffee. Okay. Actually, I'll put it this way. Um, when you... When you are in the States, and uh, what do you miss about Australian food? Oh, I definitely miss the fresh, like, fruit and veggies. I just don't find the fruit and veggies as good over there. Really? And I'm, I definitely miss mum's cooking. The cat's cooking mm-hmm. is questionable at times. <laughs> <laughs> Wait. So mum's cooking um, is what? Is there a particular dish that it's like... Mom, just give it, send it to me right now. I'm at the States. I don't care. Send it. What are the, any particular dish that your mom made is just, you know, I cre- think mm-hmm. the, the one thing that I missed the most was a good steak. Mm-hmm. That was all I wanted. <laughs> wow. Okay. Okay. Um, anything else? Um, like, I don't know, Vegemite. Um, I don't know. Uh, what else are the, uh, what else are the Australian food? Um, pies. Oh, yeah. I, actually, a meat pie, yeah. Mm. I definitely miss that. <laughs> right. Okay. How about AFL? Yeah, I followed Geelong. So. Okay. You know that. I, I usually I end up uh, around the finals. I end up buying a subscription to watch it because I couldn't stand not watching it. <laughs> <laughs> Geelong, Geelong, Geelong. Hmm. <laughs> I um. I was gonna say something, but uh, I was like, you know what? Next question. No, I don't, no, because I'm a Bombers fan. I was really happy that they beat Collingwood yesterday, and um, and uh, yeah, it's uh, it's I don't know. Like uh, I feel I feel like um, watching footy. I mean, footy players. If there's no crowd, there is something missing. It's not the crowd. It's just yeah. that you gotta you yeah, gotta have definitely. your energy bounce off the the people at the you know at the sideline just yelling at you and sort of pumps you up and it just they don't yeah. have that drive you know so it, yeah it'd be such a different way to go out and play without that energy mm. and even for tennis too like if no one's watching you kind of like ah oh. but then if you have four hundred people watching you and you you might play the you know the match of your life you know yeah the energies are so much different mm. I agree I agree so um. If you if you are obviously obviously in Horsham, what would you miss about the you know the the lifestyle or the friends um, or just lifestyle in general um, over in the states? I think the biggest thing I miss I found just being around people all the time. Like I've gone from being with people twenty four seven and people that you know are so similar to me, like say with tennis and that. Like we pretty much have all the same interests. Mm-hmm. And just being around them literally every minute of the day to coming back home and you're not really around anyone that has the same interest and mm-hmm. you're just like, you're not with people 24-7. I found like, I feel so bored because I'm not constantly doing things with people. Oh, and do you have people that you can speak to? Yeah, 
mean, I hang out with my friends as much as I can, but yeah, it's just been so weird, like, not being around people constantly. Like, mm. you share a room with your teammates, you eat with your teammates, you train with your teammates, like, you have classes with your teammates. It's definitely weird being home. Mm. I, I reckon what you're missing is um, Australian accents. <laughs> 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 yeah, so, all right. So, uh, was it, is it diverse um, at, at your college? The it Was it diverse in terms of backgrounds? Uh, are there a lot of Europeans, Americans um, in your first college? Um, there was a lot, a lot of the Europeans. Um, pretty much everyone spoke Spanish except for me. <laughs> oh, really? Wow. Yeah. So, that was like, for me, that was definitely a weird thing. Mm-hmm. I've never been really around many Europeans before, so mm-hmm. if you can yeah, pick, was... yeah, sorry, if you can pick one one uh, difference apart from language, just the game style or the game approach to to tennis, what's one difference between Australian tennis and say Spanish tennis? So definitely um, a lot more like they're big base. They use a lot of angles and. Like more, uh, hit the ball a lot heavier, and it's definitely longer rallies with them than what you'd have in Australia. Australians are really like trying to get the point over and done with pretty quick. But yeah, the Spanish definitely like to run the point out for as long as they can. Oh, the, the, so they like to set the point, and we like to win the point. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice, nice. Okay, so um, I just thought that. There is a com- there is a question that happens to every single convo, and I think we're approaching to a hundred episodes. So um, yeah, I've been doing this uh, every day, and so I, I want to ask um, everyone: is that, in your opinion and experience, what is one difference between a good coach and a great coach? Um, I think for me, like, is being able to connect with the players as well. Mm-hmm. Not just not just to coach the players, but to get to know them as a person and that you have that respect between you both. Because I think with me, if I respect the coach as a person, then I'm going to take on a lot more what they say other than if I really don't like them and their personality and we just clash. Mm-hmm. I'm never going to develop as much, I don't think. Mm-hmm. Right. So... Um, did you change your game style when you got there? Yeah, my game style definitely changed a lot. Um, I used to hit, it was, I definitely was more of a flat player. I didn't have many angles or nothing. So now I've added a lot more shape and, um, like I play with a lot more angles trying to open up the court. Mm -hmm. And I've also, my coach has added a kick serve. I never had a kick serve before I went over. Wow. But yeah, so yeah,I've changed a lot. How, how about doubles? Oh yeah, my doubles. Is, I was probably the worst doubles player. I'm still not the greatest, but I had no clue how to play doubles. Doubles just—I didn't want to ever play it. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
doubles first, and then two doubles and four singles, right? Yeah. yeah. And the doubles point can be the difference between winning or losing, so it's really important to get it. Mm. Mm. And um, so, are you? Do you think that American play doubles differently than Australians? Yeah. Well, from when I was playing tournaments here, definitely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, a lot of it. I've found like Australian girls don't cross as much. I guess. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but in America, it's all about crossing and trying to finish that point off straight away. Oh. Okay. Nice. Interesting. Though there you go. So, uh, listeners out there, if you uh, you or your children or your players are going into the college, um, practice at the net. And, and and I'm sure that if if I'm a college head coach, I will want someone who's really really good at or very crafty at the net and also a fairly decent singles player. Would you say that? Yeah, definitely. Nice, nice. And okay, so going back to your sixteen, seventeen. Uh, did you always wanted to go college, or did you thought about going pro as well? Um, I sort of always wanted to go to college. I just found that getting a degree was important as well because mm-hmm. you're always got to have a life after tennis, and you're always got to have that plan. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, college was definitely always something that I wanted to do first. Okay, okay. And um, after college, once it's all said and done, um, just working in in the corporates or or have a business or coaching tennis or any any plans? Um, I know that I definitely want to stay around tennis. I think coaching would, could be a cool option as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I'm sort of just keeping my options open at the moment and sort of just going with the flow and I'll see what happens mm-hmm. when are, I'm done with college, I guess. Are there any other college players in the Horsham right now or from, from the past? Um, not tennis. Um, oh. There's a couple of basketballers, but yeah. Okay, now can can I can I name your tennis academy called Steffi Mac Academy? Steffi Mac Tennis Academy. <laughs> don't you don't you reckon Steffi Mac is such a, a gangster street talk that kind of thing? <laughs> go for, go for Steffi, uh, Steffi Mac. You know, I just I I, I wish my I, I wish someone can have a some like Tom like. How boring is the name Tom? Like seriously, I don't even like my name sometimes. But <laughs> Steffi Mac, man, it's just um, it's just got that swag to it, you know. Like you're, you're you're above everyone, you know. Oh geez, but I reckon there will be a court. Like if you have a a Steffi Mac Tennis Academy, I reckon the center court just go, you know, you don't call don't call it court one, call it Steffi Mac. That'll be cool. Now, okay, actually, more about Horsham because um, I only went there probably once a few years ago. And I could be wrong. Is that um, again? I don't want to embarrass myself. I could be wrong. Is um, I remember I saw a peacock on the street. Is that Horsham? <laughs> um, possibly. You sort of can see anything around here. <laughs> ah, okay. Well, then, I, then I, that's the right place. Okay. So all the listeners, <laughs> I swear to God, then that must be Horsham. I was driving right, and I was got close, and I was like. Hold on, that does not look like a uh, a magpie. That doesn't look like a swan. And then all of a sudden, I parked my car because I was getting something to eat, and and then um it just jumped up on the tree. And I was like, okay, it's a bit, a little bit big. It's not a it's not a, a goose. And then all of a sudden, its friend came over, 
and um, basically open up its uh, what do you call it the the the, the peacock the fan or what like they call it. Yeah. And I was like, okay, so they kind of mating, and I was like, hold on, wait, I'm not in the zoo. I'm at out back in Australia. So, so it's common <laughs> in Horsham. Well, I used to we actually used to have pet peacocks um, a few years ago. So yeah, I guess. Animals like that, you can you can sort of see any animal around here. <laughs> wow. So are we talking kangaroos hopping around it too? Yeah, I have always kangaroos hopping around in that backyard. Back what backyard? Yeah. <laughs> oh, koalas? Um, I don't really see any koalas. Wombats. You gotta have wombats. No, I actually haven't seen any. I don't think. Okay. Well, but peacock, man, that tops everything up, man. Peacock. <laughs> right. Um. If I'm if I'm if I'm going to Horsham right now, where can I go, and what kind of fun stuff can I can I can I do at Horsham? Oh, this is tough. <laughs> oh my, you're from Horsham, right? You gotta learn how to sell your home. You're gonna sell your location. Um, well, what do I do? Um, we've got like um the grandstand and stuff like that. They're pretty close to us. How far? So, um, a Rapalies is like probably like 10 minutes or so, mm-hmm. and the Grampians probably like 30 minutes. So okay. we usually go there and climb mountains and stuff like that, mm-hmm. which is pretty cool views. Um, what else do I do? I don't know. There's not there's not a hell of a lot. <laughs> um, yeah, that's probably really it, I think. There's not a lot. <laughs> okay, right. That's kind of awkward when you like... Got not much to do, but surely they'll do something like, um, I don't know, shopping? Is there a place to shop or is there a good cafe or oh. is it... Um... Uh, we have some good cafes and stuff that mm-hmm. we go to. Shopping, if I want to go shopping, I usually go to Melbourne. Um, wait, 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 wait. You, you would drive four hours just to shop. Oh, definitely. <laughs> Steffi Mac, come on, man. <laughs> All right, fair enough. Okay, now let, let's talk about something, uh, you know, uh, we, we, about the, the next generation. So, in your opinion, uh, tennis parents, all right? Obviously, we, we've all seen all kinds. Now, in, in your opinion and experience, uh, what's one tip for tennis parents across Australia? Um, don't be so hard on your kids, probably. Mm-hmm. Let them have fun and enjoy it while they can. Mm-hmm. Um, and just, yeah... Don't don't make it about winning and losing because at the end of the day, that's really not what matters. Mm. Okay. And uh, what is um? I was going to say, what's tennis parents like over the over in the states? Obviously, you probably don't have to deal with a lot. But um, uh, did you have to deal with any any tennis parents over there? Like, are you seeing other like tournaments and how how is it differently compared to Australia? Um, uh, I didn't really see any parents really we're all from we're all international so mm-hmm. yeah we really didn't see any parents okay fair <laughs> enough my bad my bad Go, i went down the wrong track awkward sorry about that <laughs> um how, how about how about what would you give yourself your 16 year old self a one piece of advice um on your tennis um probably just enjoy it more um i think yeah really think about the results too much and yeah just enjoy it and don't think about the results because everything will um come together eventually and the results at the time really don't matter 
So, so you were pretty hard for, on yourself. Yeah, definitely. I don't hate I hate losing. I'm a very competitive person. So, oh. yeah. <laughs> look, honestly, Steph, like we haven't met in person. We just had this convo, like. But I, I feel like you are a most bubbly person. And now I feel like you probably, I haven't finished the sentence, you're probably the most bubbly person, but off the court. <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> okay, all right. Uh, okay, I'll put it this way. Let, let's have this little game face on. Um, you're going you're gonna to put your hands and touch your heart, and you, you're going to tell all our listeners that um, in, your, in, in your experience, how many rackets have you abused over the years? <laughs> I actually haven't broken any. <laughs> oh, really? Okay. Yeah, I've been. I've wanted to, mm-hmm. but um, I wouldn't want to hear the consequences from my parents. <laughs> Fair enough, because that would be a very awkward four-hour drive back home. <laughs> yeah, very. <laughs> oh Might wow! Might be a walk back home. <laughs> mm-hmm. and, and okay, well, you know, obviously you said Horsham. There's not much things happening there, and if you play local tournaments, obviously I'm sure there's tennis tournaments. If yeah. You, if you Obviously, everyone will know everyone. Would it be a uh-huh. time where you play against, let's say, probably most likely in, in this case, juniors, and you find these particular junior or some junior players, they like, say, hooking and stuff like that. Does that really give them a very bad reputation? Oh, definitely. I think once you, especially in Horsham, once you have that reputation, everyone knows about it. And, like, before you go on to a match, that's all everyone's going to be telling you is about their reputation of cooking and everything else. Mm-hmm. Now, um, with, without sounding, I don't condone any 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 bad behavior, and I, I always you know promote fair play. Uh, does people in Horsham hook differently than Melbourne? <laughs> <laughs> um, I feel like Sorry. A lot. Well, when I was a, when I was a junior, I was really playing against in Horsham. I was always playing against people so much older than me. Oh. Okay. So they sort of did it to me because they thought that because I'm so much younger, I could get away with it. Mm-hmm. But and I mean, you don't really get into arguments that you can in like playing tournaments in Melbourne about someone booking. Like you're not gonna get in a massive argument about it here. If, if it happened, it happened, and that's just like whatever. So are you saying in Horsham, when you got hooked, your opponent is twice your age? And it's like, ugh. But then if you're in Melbourne, it's someone your age, you can actually sort of walk to the net and give it a look and they'll go, okay, cool. And then, you know, it will be a more fair play afterwards, right? Yeah. I mean, and I mean in Melbourne, I feel like when you're getting hooked, most times it's a close match. Okay. Um, Strategic hook. But in Horsham, in Horsham, I guess, a lot of the matches weren't very competitive, so I was just like, whatever, just take it, have it. <laughs> okay, so so um, in Melbourne, it's a strategic hook on 3-4, and in Horsham, they hook on like 5-2, love 40, you know. <laughs> how, how, how about, without getting you in trouble, how about college hook? What are they like? Oh, there's some pretty bad ones. <laughs> oh, no, that's, oh, okay, tell us more. I mean... And especially the coaches will get involved as well. I mean, it's pretty hooking. Oh, people hook a lot in college. It's a lot of people, especially like even, I know some coaches, they'll say like whatever it takes to Mm -hmm. win its point. So like, you know, 
it's all about the win. So if it means hooking them to win, then that's what they're going to do. Like, is, is there a, uh, a is, is there a chair umpire? Is there a chair umpire, or you or you sort of? Just... Um, we had like umpires that would walk around. So like, even a lot of people, like coaches would try to get the umpire to another court, so that once <laughs> there was no umpire around that court, a player could cook them in that point. So yeah, it was pretty. It happened a lot, and you just got to really, you know, you know what's going to happen. So you've just got to learn to deal with it as well, because you know nothing's going to change. Now I never thought um, I'm gonna have. I, I feel so. I, I actually extend and have such a so deep um, topic on hooking with someone from Portion. <laughs> That's someone I just met, and we're just so excited talking about hooking. <laughs> okay, uh, just last part on the hooking. Um, so, uh, do you get hooked on five cents, twenty cents? Five dollar, hundred dollar width in terms of line calls. In terms of line calls. Yeah, in terms of line calls, oh. you know the you know the it looks like just on it or five cents in terms of the the width. Oh, there was some. It was like sometimes, like sometimes I know people who have been hooked. And like they return into the earth next, and the ball will land in the middle of the box, and mm -hmm. because they just want to give it back to them, they'll call it out, and like their opponent can't do anything. <laughs> really? Yeah. It's what, like, what? What did you call that? Did you, you call that me? So I'm gonna hook you back twice as bad. Oh wow! <laughs> right in the middle of the box. Yeah, it's happened. Oh. I've seen it a few times. <laughs> what? Okay. Can you imagine if there are two players hooking at each other the whole match? Would that, would that, what would that look like? <laughs> oh, it usually turns into a, if it's guys, it usually turns into a um, nearly physical fight as well. <laughs> wow, wow! Actually, I, I'm just got an interest. Uh, obviously, Horsham is a, a a regional country area. Do you, yeah. and I don't want to say this in a bad way, but do you guys play differently in tennis? Let's say, for example, change events, you may have different different type of hydration or, you know, have make up your own rules and stuff like that? Um, I mean, like, we still, like, I just have water at change events, but it's definitely a lot more friendly. Like, when you're changing and your opponent's always wanting to have a conversation with you, so that's very different to playing tournaments. You usually you don't talk to each other at change events, but yeah, oh. I guess it's a, it's a lot more friendly. I guess. Are you saying even at five all third set, I'll still yeah. I'm playing against you. I'll still I'll, I'll still, be still like, trying to talk to you. We're just like, hey, uh, what are you getting? Are you getting a coffee afterwards and stuff? And then, <laughs> so it's less competitive, more friendly. It's definitely something I find hard to get used to. I don't really. I'm there to play, and that's it, really. I don't want to stand around all day and have a conversation with them. But <laughs> are you saying their conversation could last? Could could you know, in change events, could could go longer than two minutes? Oh, definitely. You could be standing there forever. Like, <laughs> change events, you're standing there so long talking. <laughs> Tie break, six all, third set. <laughs> <laughs> wow, interesting, interesting. Okay. Um, <laughs> there you go. All right, I, I, you know, there's no more hooking, guys. 
Hook, we need fair, more fair play, all right? We need to demonstrate <laughs> as a Melbourneian whether you're from Horsham, Warrnambool, Wodonga, you know, we're going we're gonna to make sure, you know, we're going to treat our, our sport as fair as possible. So, um, <laughs> <laughs> hey, again, it's, uh, it's something, it's, I would say hooking is one of the blind spots, blind spots in, in tennis, would you say? Oh, definitely, yeah. Mm-hmm. Nice. Um, all right, let's let's move on this blind spot because I think we we shine a lot of lot light on it. Um, yes. Okay. Um, move, move, moving on. Um, it, we I, I mentioned before the combo. Um, yes, the tennis of Melbourne is city of love and also uh, about appreciation. So um, this is your moment. Uh, who you want to appreciate? Uh, anyone? Everyone? Drop your names wherever you like. Uh, take it away, Steffi Mac. Um. Definitely my parents and my family. They've made a lot of sacrifices. Definitely driving me everywhere. It's not an easy thing to do. Um, all my coaches that I've had, especially my coaches in America, they've definitely done a lot for me and definitely changed my attitude and um, my game a lot. And probably my personal trainer, Lloydie, he's definitely helped me a, a hell of a lot. I wouldn't be where I am without him, really. And, yeah, just my friends and, yeah. That's about it. Everything I think. Mm. Um, I just got a, a question that um, it's very just slightly curious. When you were playing juniors um, in Australia or from Horsham to Melbourne, was there a lot of support when it comes to let's say sponsors? Um, no, not really. I had, I did get like a few grants. We have like a Wimmera Sports Assembly here. Mm-hmm. I got a few grants for that, mm-hmm. but yeah, there's really there really wasn't anything at all. I might have got like five hundred dollars, maybe mm-hmm. hit like every few years, but yeah, that was about it. Wow, I really wish I could do something like that because I think you're my first combo that I actually approached and say, hey, how can how can Tennis of Melbourne help players um, in the future? And I've been doing things like. Um, someone who, who are part of the charity, and I'll just put it on my bio. Uh, and that's what I can do and all I can do for now. And I just thought that perhaps maybe in the down the future, I, I, want, I want to help not just people in, uh, in Melbourne and also in, in rural area. Plus, man, four-hour yeah. drive. Look, every time I step in a car, if I drive more than two hours, I just feel sorry for the car. Like, it's, like you've been running for two hours, you know? Like, even tennis players get a change of ends. You know, it's like... Yeah. Yes. And and um not that I, I condone this, but uh, how many uh speeding fines have you collected over the years? Um, actually not many. We've become pretty good at being able to see speakers. <laughs> 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 but it's just something I don't even mean to do it now, like I'll just see a car on the side of the road and I'll be like, Yeah, that's a speeding camera. I know one day I was driving to Ballarat with one of my friends. Mm-hmm. And like every time I saw a speeding camera, I was like, speeding camera, slow down. And she's like, how do you know that? <laughs> oh. <So do> you, <laughs> I've been on the road too much. <laughs> so you, you can de- detect speeding camera before they, they detect us? Yeah, easy. <laughs> um, on a 110, and this is for tennis parents driving around the countryside. On a 110 um, freeway or highway that... Uh, do you actually go over on 120, 140? Um, it depends. If I'm in a bit of a rush, I'll maybe... I, I accidentally, like, 
speed as well. Like, I don't even notice. Like, mm-hmm. I'll be driving at 110, I'll get out in your 120, 130, and you're like, mm-hmm. oh, crap. <laughs> and do you, are you on, uh, uh, what do you call it, uh, cruise control? Yeah, I usually use cruise control now because otherwise I just get a bit carried away with the accelerator. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, another thing I found that a lot of country um, driving, you need a playlist in a car. Oh yeah, definitely. That's the most important part. Yes. Uh, what are your go-to songs that makes you actively alert? <laughs> um, my go-to songs at the moment would definitely be like I'm into like rap music. Mm-hmm. So definitely, I love Juice World. So anything by him definitely gets me going. So, um, you, so when 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 I when I hear some rap music on the highway on the way to Horsham next time or wherever, and I'm expecting to see you in the car. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> wow, wow. Okay, okay. Yeah. Again, um, I always think that because um, last time I went I went for a uh, drive a road trip and then I saw an accident um, just. Near, near me, and then basically just, um, I think it was on a Saturday morning, and I believe that probably was a drunk driver, he just, he was just doing a, a swerve on, on the lines, and uh, I just thought that I let every, all the listeners out there to, to know, just drive safe, you can go 110, 120, I don't know, but just always, always, always be safe, and always have rap music if that keeps you active, so definitely, definitely not classical music, I tried it once, I nearly fell asleep. <laughs> I knew, I, but honestly, I nearly fell asleep. <laughs> right. Okay. Well, anyway, so Stephanie Mac, uh, I want to thank you for your time. I want to thank all our listeners. We are now closing to fourteen thousand times played. Uh, I've been doing um, a, a convo every single day in the last nearly three months. Now uh, we're approaching one hundred uh, convos, and uh, Stephanie Mac, lovely to chat with you. And uh, hopefully, next time uh, when when I get a chance to um, to go to Corsham or whatever, more than happy to to meet up or have a coffee. <laughs> I don't know, but something, something. And um, yeah, so I just thought that um, um, this voice wanted to reach out not just Melbourne and across, uh, just all the Australians across the country. So, uh, Steffi Mac, um, is there anything you want to say to uh, to our listeners? Uh, no pressure. Just every combo we we average about. Um, about more than 200 to 500 uh, listeners. So anything you want to say to them? Um, just enjoy life, I guess. <laughs> enjoy life. That's a good one. That's a good one. All right. <laughs> Steffi Mac, thank you so much. Uh, we'll keep in touch, and I'll send you the link when, uh, uh, when it's all released. And thank you, all the listeners. Stay safe. Stay home. Love each other. Bye-bye. <laughs> Thanks so much. No worries. Bye.